<laughs> Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, this is uh, this is so special, and what a privilege to be here with you all. And how many were with us yesterday during the okay, some okay, but a lot of you I don't know you. I don't know if you know me. <laughs> so, uh, I just I am thrilled to be here. God is so good. I think I'm on. Do you hear it? Yeah. Do you hear it? Yeah. I hear it. I feel like the Energizer Bunny again. Praise God. I was telling Betty Kay, my wife is Betty Kay, two double name South kind of thing. And uh, I told her, I feel like I'm on the amazing race. I've been, uh, I've been in Michigan. That's, that's too much. Yeah. I was in Michigan about five weeks ago. I was in Atlanta two weeks ago. I'm here this week. I'm going to Cincinnati. I'm going to Kansas City. And it's not, that's not who I am. There are traveling ministers and there are ministers who travel. I'm the second one. <laughs> but uh, it is fun to be here. I've never been to New York before. Oh. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. And so far, everybody's been nice to me, and that's good. <laughs> I appreciate that. So thank you all for coming and uh, looking forward to sharing the word with you. And I'm looking forward to God moving in all of our lives and doing things that we need. I won't ask for a show of hands how many of you are needing something. I would rather, I said I won't ask for a show of hands. <laughs> but it's not so much what you need, but what do you expect? And that's, that's really what we are here about, is that we are expecting a very big God to do very big things for us. I expect that as I speak, I get blessed because I hear things I haven't thought of before. The Spirit sometimes takes over, amen. And so I'm looking forward to, uh, to sharing with you. And I actually, uh, if you don't mind, I'm gonna teach from my iPad this morning because I, the message I was gonna share, I just didn't, wasn't feeling it this morning. I might incorporate some of it into this, but uh, I'm going to do something different. So let's pray before we start. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, we love you. We thank you. We, we bless your name. Father, you are so good to us. We thank you for this time we have together, the freedom that we have to come together, to worship you, to be in your presence and to be under the ministry of your word and your spirit. Father, we thank you for that. We don't take this lightly. This is a life-changing opportunity. In this next hour, in this room, lives can be changed. Father, we expect that. And we, Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for all of your blessings. We give you all the praise and glory. In the powerful name of Jesus, amen. 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 Praise God. All right, so I want to start with you in Psalm 115. Psalm 115, verses 14 and 15. And before I read this, let me, let me just give some background. For those who don't, aren't familiar with me at all, I've been with uh, Andrew Womack Ministries for 16 and a half years. Uh, I've been teaching there for at least 14 years full-time. I, uh, before that, had a Spanish Bible college in Dallas. I did that for five years. We were there for six years. I had the Spanish Bible college for five of those years. I was the... Uh, 
creator, director, main teacher of it, and uh, what a blessing that was. Before that, we were in Chile as missionaries for 12 and a half years, and I pastored a church for eight of those years. And I won't keep going back and back and back, but we've, we've done many, many things and uh, just enjoy serving the Lord. I've had secular jobs. I've been in the ministry. I've done just about anything you can think of. Uh, but I'm at the, at the peak of life right now. <coughs> I went through a battle with cancer uh, three years ago. And I was told I had two days to live. I, they were going to try and save my life in the immediate sense of the word, but the prognosis was get your affairs in order. You're not, not going to make it. And I made it. By the grace of God, and, and a lot of people praying for me, and you know, a lot of, lot of other stories I won't tell today, but having gone through that, I came through, and I tell people that I'm now in my bonus life. Yeah. I used to play video games with my boys, and uh, you know, if you have a character that gets enough points and then gets knocked off, you have a bonus character, you have a bonus life, or something like that. And I feel like, I, it's not based on points, but I feel like I have a bonus life. And uh, I just came from that experience with a completely new perception, a completely new appreciation for life, a new perception of God. I began to study the goodness of God, and in studying the goodness of God, I, my faith just began to explode. My vision began to get so much bigger. Everything began to change in me as a person. I am a different person than I was when this, this uh, cancer thing began. Uh, and I'm changing daily, and I can see it, and I'm, I'm excited to see where this is going because it's, life is so good. But it's so good, not because life out there is so good, it's because my life in Him is, is so good. Yes. And it's helping me navigate the world we live in, and I want you to have that same understanding. <coughs> Amen. And so, one of the things that has been transforming me, I won't say past tense, I'll say it's still going on, but was just to get a bigger vision of God. To see God, and to get the religious stuff off. We have so much cultural, religious, traditional dead stuff in our, in, in, in our country, in our culture, that has limited our view of God, has limited how we see him, what he possibly might want to do if he's in the good mood. And we, we, we have that kind of concept so often. And I just decided enough of that. I am done with that. I don't care if anybody goes with me. I'm going with God, but I'm going with the big God. I'm not going with a tiny church God of tradition and, uh, well, you never know what God's going to do. No, I know what God's doing. He is blessing me. He wants to bless you. And so I, I'm bursting through. It's like a pilot in a plane bursting through the, the clouds and the fog and getting up above. I feel like I'm way above now. All I see is sunlight. All I see is light. And I, I am enjoying every minute of this, and I'm enjoying sharing this with people because I have people write me every single day that are bound up in religious tradition, bound up in fear, bound up in uh, all kinds of issues. Obviously, people have challenges. I still have challenges. We all have challenges. But where does the answer come from? And it's going to have to come from your source. Now, if your source is you, good luck. But if your source is God, 
Sometimes I say that um, some people's favorite verse is, I can do all things through me who strengthens me. <laughs> and that's, that's not how that verse goes. But uh, we need to change our perspective on our walk with God and who he is. And so I have a very big God. I want to try and share as much of that big God with you in this, in this time. So I want to start with, uh, as I mentioned, Psalm 115, verses 14 and 15. It says, May the Lord give you increase, more and more. Okay, that's already shocking some religious minds. No, God's about me being humble and not having anything and just getting, barely getting by. This says, may the Lord give you increase more and more, you and your children. Amen. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. Do you understand what this is saying? That the creator of all things, God, who now, that, this is before the new creation when David is writing, but he now lives in us. But even back then, may the Lord give you increase more and more, you and your children, the God, the creator of all there is, is speaking through his servant David, and this is his heart. I go through the scriptures looking for the heart of God. I go through looking for the goodness of God. I look for verses about favor, about blessing, about abundance, about increase. And I want to talk to you about increase this morning. I like that. And if this challenges you, that's why you're here. Okay. <laughs> Amen? But I want to present to you perhaps something that you haven't considered or think perhaps is too good to be true. Well, the gospel is too good to be true. I mean, yes. it's, as, as Andrew Womack says, it's the almost... How does he say it? Almost too good to be true news. Amen. And I have, well, I've only been there 16 and a half years. So I, but what does it mean to have increase? What does that even mean? What do you think of? Now, I'm not, don't call out. I'm just challenging you to think with me. But when you hear the word increase, what does that mean? If God wants you to increase more and more, what does that mean to you? And it's going to mean different things to different people, but it probably will have something to do with whatever you're going through right now. I wish I had, how many, okay, don't do the hand raising, okay, I don't want to wear you out. But wouldn't you like an increase in the love in your marriage? Yes. Wouldn't you like an increase, husbands don't say a word, wouldn't you like, <laughs> wouldn't you like an increase in the relationships you have, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> all right, I do that all the time at school too. Uh, wouldn't you like an increase in your relationship with your children? Yes. Wouldn't you like that to be more, <coughs> we'll say, prosperous? Uh, wouldn't you like an increase in favor at work? <clears throat> okay, am I back on? Okay, I'm sorry, I apologize. But in favor at work. Increase in health. Wouldn't we all enjoy an increase in health? Praise God, I am believing for... I'm stronger and stronger and stronger and younger and younger and younger. My youth is renewed like the eagles. That's increase. So we can all look at different areas where perhaps we're challenged right now. And typically, most Christians that don't really know how to talk about these things will say, I sure wish God would. And they go that direction. And they don't realize God has. And he's, he's put this in our lap, so to speak. I sometimes tell the example of, uh, I have a grandson who's, I guess he's 11 now, and so if I were to lift the, I have eight grandkids, I won't, well, not mention all of them, I have eight, 
But uh, if I were to lift the ceiling off of his bedroom and pour in 10 million Legos of every size and color and every, every shape and every function of Legos that there is, uh, that's the grace of God for my 11-year-old grandson as 10 million Legos. Now what happens with those Legos is up to him. He's the creator. He gets to decide if he wants to make airplanes or cars or buildings or bridges or whatever. That comes from him. The supply comes from God. The grace of God has supplied us with everything we need. And what we do with it is up to us. And when we sit and I sure wish God would, I'm sure God gets a little, he doesn't get upset, but why don't they get it? I've given them my name, I've given them my spirit, I've given them my blood, I've given them my better covenant, I've given them all the promises that are yes and amen, I've given them the gifts of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit, the armor of God, I've given them my righteousness, I've given them my authority, I've given them my love, my joy, my peace, my faith. You've got the Legos. But what are you going to do with it? This says God wants us to increase. But it doesn't just fall from heaven. What, what we have to work with is here now. And if you're born again, it's in you right now. It's in me. And the more I see this, the more I get excited. I want, I want more. And that's not greed. That's growth. Yes. It's not greedy to want to see increase in your life. It's the growth that comes with God. So where does increase come from? Let's go to Isaiah 55.10. I'm not sure how many verses I have here, but Isaiah 55.10 at least begins here. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. I may be down into 11 by now. I don't have it marked. That it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void but it shall accomplish what I please, and now listen to this, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Increase begins with God's word, and it is designed, and I, I often compare the word of God to a seed. The Bible compares it to the incorruptible seed right, of God's word. It's a seed. Well, what does a seed have inside of it? It has the potential for increase. It is designed to multiply. If, in the, if, if it finds the right environment, it will go on forever, producing more fruit with more seed, with more fruit, with more seed. The Word of God is like that. The Bible you have in front of you, whether it's an iPhone, an iPad, or a Bible, or whatever, however it is, has so much power, so much potential, so much life in it, and he says it will prosper in the thing to which I have sent it. When that Bible, when that Word of God finds the right environment, your heart, the soil of your heart, it has to grow. It, it will grow. Yeah. It's going to multiply. Why? Because God is a God of increase. Mm -hmm. So when he says, may you increase more and more, you and your children, we've got to understand what does that mean? Is that just horizontal life? We're just going to get stuff? No, it means God is going to, if you would let him into your heart, increase will take place in every facet of your life, spirit, soul, and body. It's, the word is designed to increase. It's designed to multiply. Amen. Now this, this next verse, Psalm 67, 5 and 6, this really blesses me. They all bless me, but 
this one is special to me because I had a breakthrough when I read this and saw this in my spirit. It says, let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Then the earth shall yield her increase. God, our own God, shall bless us. One day the light came on when I read this. Have, have you had that experience where you're reading a verse and it jumps off the page or the light comes on? I saw this one day and I thought, oh, what does this mean? It means that your attitude is either enhancing your life or depleting your life. There is either going to be increase or decrease based upon your praise and thanksgiving. When we're thankful, and I have learned to be thankful, after coming through a year of hell, I have learned to be thankful for everything. I am thankful. I am so blessed to be married, and then I had a wife that put up with that for a year and took care of me hand and foot for a year. I am blessed to have a home. I am blessed to have two cars. I am blessed. I am, ble I am so blessed. Mm -hmm. But being just blessed isn't enough. I am thankful. Yeah. Yeah. I am yeah. so thankful. We were missionaries for 12 and a half years, and we, we lived in an adobe house with no running water. We lived in an attic over a shoe factory. We lived in, I mean, we lived in some unusual places. And so I am very thankful for everything now. I'm just, but the, the more that I praise God, thank you God for this beautiful day, for the sunshine, praise God. Yeah. Yeah. I was coming down the elevator with somebody in the hotel and they said, there's some sun out there. And yeah. so praise God, it's, yeah. that's good. Be thankful for everything. Yeah. What does it say? Then the earth shall bring forth. Mm. her increase. Your attitude is either allowing or disallowing the grace of God to work in your life. Wow. Are you thankful? Wow. Are you praising him? It says, then the earth wow. shall bring forth, yield her increase. God, our own God, shall bless us. God loves cheerful people. I mean, we know about that in, the, in other verses, a cheerful giver. He loves a cheerful giver. Why? We are expressing who he is. And when we're thankful, when we see all of the good things, if you have a roof over your head and you had food to eat this morning, you have clothes to wear, you have a car to drive, or you have transportation, you have somebody that loves you. Yeah. Imagine that. Somebody loves you. Okay. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> but somebody loves you. You might be kind of hard to love. But somebody loves you. Praise the Lord. Give thanks because you're opening up the windows of heaven. The grace of God can increase in your life and bring blessing to your life through praise. So we have the word that will prosper. It's designed to prosper. It's alive. And then we have your response to the word, which is thanksgiving and praise. And increase begins in your life. Increase of joy. I don't know if it's possible, but I'm happier today than I was yesterday. Yes. I just yes. I just claim it, all right? I am more blessed today than I was yesterday. I am more alive and in tune with God today than I was yesterday, and yesterday was a good day. But today's a better day. I get to be with you today. Amen. This is increase. So, God, I'm just trying to take the lid off. If you've been into a traditional religious, woe is me, and we're just hanging on till the end kind of mindset, I'm trying to blow that up. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, it's, not, it's not just me, it's the word of God. Amen. So let me take you to a verse, another verse. I'm just sharing you all my greatest hit verses here. Okay. Hebrews 6, 13 and 14. 
Hebrews 6, 13 and 14. It says, For in, when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely, blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply you. And it goes on, I'm not going to read the whole passage, but God didn't have to make an oath. God could, and he's talking to Abraham, but what are we? We're the seed of Abraham, are we not? He's the father of our faith. We have other verses that Amen. explain that. He says, surely blessing I will bless you and multiplying I will multiply you. And you're thinking, okay, that's cool. But listen, let me break it down for you. He could have said, I will bless you. And that would have been enough. If God says to you, I will bless you, isn't that enough? Can't you take that to the bank, so to speak? God told me he's going to bless me, but in God's heart, he said, that's not strong enough. Blessing, I will bless you. Oh my Okay, I don't even understand that. That while he's blessing me, he's blessing me. Okay, so, but I'm trying to get across to you the heart of God for you. Not just Abraham, for you. Blessing, he will bless you. So while he's blessing you, he's blessing you more. Talking about increase. But that wasn't strong enough. So he adds another word at the front. This is the oath. Surely. He didn't have to say that. The rest of it was already too good to be true. Surely. Blessing. I will bless you. And when I saw that, I thought, oh, praise God, I receive it. Because, and someone will say, well, who do you think you are? Well, I'm a new creation. Amen. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen. I don't know where you're seated, but I'm seated with him in heavenly places. Yes. Yes. Ephesians 2, 6, amen. Surely, blessing. What's the problem here? Some people say, well, I don't, I don't see this blessing. I don't see any blessing. This is your problem. Okay. Yeah, there, there we found it. Okay. It's because our attitude has been wrong. We're trying to navigate life with our own strengths, our own abilities, our own wisdom, our own knowledge, or lack thereof. And God is wanting to flood you with 10 million Legos of blessing to where you can create the world you want to live in. I heard somebody say that recently, and I thought, I gotta think about that. I get to create the world I want to live in. Aren't we made in God's image? Wow. Now I understand there's stuff out there that's gonna challenge you. I, I'm challenged, we have challenges, I get that. But the challenge is, we are not to approach those with our own limited wisdom, limited strength, limited knowledge, limited giftings. No, I have access to Him. Amen. And His life, and His wisdom, and His goodness, and His, and so, I mean, I've been seeing some heavy-duty challenges lately, not cancer. I mean, I'm done with cancer, praise God. But uh, came through that one, but other things are, are happening in our, we'll say, extended family that are challenging and were unexpected. And yet, I haven't lost my peace, I haven't lost my joy, I haven't lost anything, and I have chosen to stay out of the fray, if you all understand, and just speak the Word of God and be a blessing. And yeah. we're just seeing these yeah. things slowly. Come to, come to fruition the way they should. God is good if we would rely on him. Yeah. Amen. Amen. If we would know he is for you, surely 
blessing. I mean, I get up many days during the week and I'll say this to myself, surely today he is blessing me. And while he's blessing me, he's blessing me. And he's multiplying me. And surely today is a good day. And surely I am blessed today. I say things and I'm a quiet guy. But I've learned that if I only think it, it doesn't have any power. It's when I say it. And that's, that's sometimes hard for me. The only talking I do is when I have people in a microphone. That's when I talk. <laughs> Other than that, I'm pretty much mute. But, but uh, so in my private life, I'm having to break through my own quietness and begin to declare and begin to say and begin to praise as out loud, not just praise in my heart and my mind, but praise out loud because then the earth shall bring forth her increase. Right. Amen. So I'm becoming more vocal. Now, you might not hear me except right now, but when I'm in my car, when I'm, well, I won't do it in the plane tomorrow, but uh, <laughs> who knows? I might. But, but I'm becoming more vocal. Why? Because words carry power. Yes. I believe, therefore I speak. speak. 2 Corinthians 4.13. We believe, therefore we speak. Praise God. So speaking is powerful. Speaking will bring increase to your life if you're speaking words of life. Amen. The heart of God is all about increase. Go to Romans 8.32. Romans 8.32. Praise God. Romans 8.32 says, He who did not spare his own son, God, who did not spare Jesus, his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? In other words, if God was willing to give the best that he had for you, then why would it be challenging to you to read, surely blessing I will bless you, if he's already given you the best he had? There is nothing off the, off the table. God wants you to be blessed. If he's given you his son, will he not with him also freely give you all things? Mm -hmm. Now the problem is, I just, I've never been taught this before. I don't know if I believe this. This offends me. I don't know this. Is, that's, you know, you got to get your heart in line with the heart of God. Amen. Or this will just be a, a sermon and you'll go home and nothing will change. But if you get your heart in line with God's heart, and it's a big heart, I'm still discovering the heart of God. We, we, I don't think we will ever fully discover the heart of God. But once you begin to get a taste of it, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Once you begin to get a hold of this, and perhaps I have a perspective that's a little different having been so close to, the, to death and coming through that. Maybe I, I grant you my perspective might be different. But... You don't have to go through that to get the right perspective of God. You just have to open your heart. God, are you, is it possible that you're that good, that you're concerned about this life right now, that you care what I go through today? Didn't he say, didn't Jesus say, seek ye first his kingdom? And all these things, the things you're going through will be added to you, whether they be answers or provisions or whatever you need. If you seek first this one who is promised to surely bless you. Uh, that's worth my time. I tell the students frequently, you will spend time with what you value. Amen. Think about that. Think about where you spend your time. And there's always time for God. And people, people, 
Okay, no talking in the front row. <laughs> People will, uh, can't move my right hip, okay. <laughs> People will think they're spending time with God, but really they aren't. But I've learned you can all throughout the day. God is never that far away from my heart and my mind. I mean, he's always... I'm getting, I get revelation when I walk across the parking lot. I get revelation when I drive the car, when I, when I used to cut the grass. Now I, I've increased to hire someone. <laughs> during, my year, during my year off where I couldn't do anything, uh, one of my kids gifted me a, a year's worth of lawn mowing. And I thought, I like this, so I've gifted myself two more years of it. <laughs> but uh, that's increase, amen. But I can get revelation anywhere. Because why? He's in me. And my heart is for him. I, told, I think I said yesterday, I get things while I'm teaching that I didn't even plan to say. But that's just the spirit of God moving inside. That's increase. I expect increase every day, all the time, all the time. Praise God. Now let's go to the verse that Lenny was calling out this morning. This is my, th these two verses are, if I had to pick two favorite verses in the Bible, Romans 8.32 that with Jesus he will freely give us all things. And then Ephesians 3.20. And it says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to what? The power that works in us. It's like the Legos in the bedroom. It's there. It's the vision in you that decides what's going to come out of that. All of the grace of God has been laid on us according to the power that works in us. Well, in one sense of the word, the power that works in us is our vision. What do you see with those Legos? What do you see with the grace of God? What do you see for your health? What do you see for your marriage? What do you see for your employment? What do you see for your children and grandchildren? What do you see? Now, the message I was going to preach, I'm going to insert some of it right here. The most important part of my day is spending time seeing my future. <coughs> you say, isn't the most important part reading the word or praying? No, I read the word and I get my future. I see it in promises and then I choose to see it in my life. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm not talking about an open vision. I'm talking about in my heart. I see my health better and better and better. In my heart, I see my, my marriage better and it's, it's awesome, but if there's better out there, I want it. Better and better and better. I see my kids more blessed. I see my grandkids more blessed. I see my opportunities at Karis more blessed and more open. I see doors opening, and they are. As we speak, things are being done that perhaps I'm going to have even more opportunities. I, see, I take time to see that. Now, you'll think this sounds kind of selfish, but it's not. It's, it's where God has. I see my next vacation. I saw my last vacation and pulled it off, praise God, by the grace of God. And now I'm already seeing my next one. Those are just things that are important to me to keep me going Amen. toward a blessed future. Yes. I see things. That's, that's the most important part of my day. That is the power that works in me. Yeah. Is that he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than we ask or think according to that, let's change the word, the vision that's in you. Yeah. According to the faith that's in you. According to the praise that's in you. Because then the earth shall spring forth. According to what's in you. We are either allowing or limiting what God can do in our lives. 
I don't want to put any limits on God. Andrew has a whole series on take the limits off of God, if you're familiar with that. But uh, we have put, religion has made a profession out of stealing people's hope and vision and substituting it with regulations, obligations, and misery. I'm done with that. I didn't even know I was still had any of that attached to me, but I found some. I am a big thinker now. Don't limit God by your little thinking, by your tiny thinking. Well, but Barry, if you only knew. No, stop it. If you only knew God, you wouldn't have said that. All right, every time you say, well, if you only knew, you're saying you don't know God. Because God says, surely, and his word is sent to prosper. And if he gave you Jesus, he will freely give you all things. Freely. And exceedingly abundantly more than we can ask or think according to the vision, the power that's in you. What kind of vision do you have? And see, if we're limiting our vision to just what we see and what we hear on the news, good luck. So I don't even watch the news. I'll go to a certain news site, read the headlines, get grossed out, turn it off, and move on. I know what's going on. I've read Matthew 24, Luke 21, Mark 13, and all the other prophetic scriptures. I know none of this surprises me. But you know what? Those, the promises that I'm quoting to you were always given in the midst of some kind of oppression, some kind of political problem, something... The Roman oppression and slavery and all kinds of things. And that didn't stop Jesus from making promises. That didn't stop Paul from quoting promises. It, what goes on in this world should not stop you from having a victorious life in God. Amen. I mean, I'm, if, I get, if I ended up in a North Korean prison camp, I'm going to have the joy of the Lord. I'm going to have a very short lifespan, but I just step right over into glory. I am not going to get down from anything. I just refuse to. This is just, I just decide, I've made a decision. You can make a decision too. It's not, well, when that feeling comes. No, there's no feeling coming. It's when you decide to believe God that life can be better, that he wants to give you. Surely he wants to bless you. Amen. Is anybody getting blessed yet? Yes. Okay. Small thinking leads to small believing. I like that. I wrote that this morning. <laughs> small thinking leads to small believing. Yeah. All right. What else is meant to increase? Love is meant to increase. Amen. 1 Thessalonians 4, 9 and 10. 1 Thessalonians 4, 9 and 10. It says, But concerning brotherly love, you have no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. Amen. And indeed you do so toward all the brethren who are in Macedonia. But we urge you, brethren, that you increase, we're talking about increase, that you increase more and more in what, love? Love. That you increase, did I read the right verse? No, I just wanted to know what was Okay. I've done that before. 1 Thessalonians 4, 9 and 10, I think that's, I got it right. That you increase more and more in love. Uh, my, I don't know if she gets tired of it, but it's, it's redundant how much I tell her I love her all the time. And I do. I, I am so blessed. And she tells me, and it's just, I, I, love is God. God is love. 
God is a God of increase. God is a God of multiplication. And if God is in your home, there should be evidence of it. Is there a good relationship? Do the kids see you loving God? Do they see you loving each other? Is there praise in your home? Is there, or is it worry, and is it watching things you shouldn't be watching, and is it strife, and I can't believe you burned the dinner, and I burned it because I don't like you, anyway. But is there, what, what is it like in your home? There should be increase. Should be love. Amen. There should be vision. Amen. There should. Life doesn't have to be what we've made it. And what's happened is Romans 12:2. We have been conformed to this world, and this world, if you haven't noticed, doesn't want you to have joy. That's why the news is always hammering fear into you. And this could happen, and that could happen, and who knows what's going to happen? And everybody quits making plans and having vision because. Who knows what can happen? I've decided, heck with that, I'm going to keep seeing vision and making plans and believing God for good things. If the world blows up, I know where I'm going. I'm just going to step on into the next life and keep going. Praise God. But if we allow the world to conform us to its image, well, it's an image that I don't want of lack, of poverty, of sickness, of fear more than anything of terrorism and all kinds of things, and they just keep hitting you with that. This could happen, that could happen. Well, maybe it couldn't happen. Maybe it won't happen. Maybe I will get to go back on to Florida. If Florida's still there, I'll go. Amen? But I'm just going to have a positive attitude. This is the difference between so many. The most positive people in the world should be the church. Amen. We have God living inside of us. That's right. My definition now of a good day has two components to it. We'll see if you qualify for a good day. Number one, you wake up. Okay. That's pretty necessary. You wake up. Number two, God lives inside of you. You have no right to complain. You have no right to whine, no right to criticize, no right to gossip. No. Don't use this tongue that God gave you for praising him and bringing increase to criticize and gossip. Come whine and complain. That's it. See, we wonder, why, why don't I see all this? That's why. That's why. All right. So increase is the nature of God. Increase is the nature of man. Be fruitful and multiply. Increase is the nature of animals. They reproduce. Increase is the nature of nature. Trees. Plants, fruits, vegetables, increases in everything. When you begin to look at creation, you realize God must be interested in increase because everything keeps producing. Why am I not? So I have to look at myself. Am I still producing? Am I still increasing? Is God still blessing me? He said, surely he would. Is my attitude in the way? Are my words the problem? What's, what's going on here? I should be healthier than ever. I should be more blessed than ever. And I am. I'm, I'm more blessed than ever. But I keep going back and making sure, am I saying words of life or am I complaining? I'm not going to use this gift to complain. I've made a pact with myself. I will never complain again. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I got, we got a, a letter. I may have shared this yesterday. I don't remember. A letter from, in this extended family issue. Uh, we got a very nasty letter from somebody. And... Uh, my wife read it to me, and she's and I just sat there. And she said, "Aren't you going to say anything?" I said, "Nope." 
I've just made a decision. I don't have to respond to everything that people write. I get, I got a, people criticizing me this morning on my Facebook posts. I get, I get that all the time. How many of you are familiar with my Facebook posts? Okay, Barry Bennett, public figure on Facebook. I have a teaching every yes. single day, 365 days a year. Yes. It's been going on for several years, so if you want to hook onto that, that would be good. But people write and say ugly things. I usually delete it, but uh, I don't want to get into it with anybody. I, I don't want to go there, but you can tell that people are, people that complain are people that haven't experienced the peace and the joy of God. Yeah. If they have, they wouldn't complain. You may not always agree with me, that's okay, but why do you have to shoot fiery darts at me? Yeah, amen. Uh, you're working for the other side. Yeah. Okay. Uh, amen. Increase is the nature of love. Love gives and love forgives. Amen. For God so loved the world, love gives, that he gave. But whoever believes in him not perish, love forgives. That's the greatest attitude of love is forgiving. The greatest demonstration of love is giving. Thank you, Jesus. Are you a giver? God's a giver. God lives in you. Amen. Let's go on. Increases the nature of faith. Are we, are we doing okay? Yes. Yes. Everybody good? I don't want to wear you out here. I've got about two more hours. In yes. <laughs> 2 Thessalonians 1.3. 2 Thessalonians 1.3. We are bound to give. Okay, I'll move my right hip again. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting, because your faith grows exceedingly, and the love of every one of you all abounds toward each other. Your faith, you have the faith of God in you if you're born again, but have you exercised it? You had all the muscles you're going to get when you were born, but have you exercised them? Some people have more evidence of muscles than other people. Okay, we won't classify each other right now. Your faith grows exceedingly. Where does faith come from? Faith comes from hearing. Where does hearing come from? comes from fellowship with the Father, right? Yes. So if your faith is growing, that means by default your fellowship with the Lord is growing. Mm -hmm. Or in other words, for your faith to grow, your fellowship must grow. Mm -hmm. And as your fellowship grows, your faith increases. You get more vision. You begin to see things that only you, can, you and God see because other people aren't looking at that. Mm -hmm. And things begin to grow in your life. Mm -hmm. Faith is supposed to increase. Everything about God is supposed to increase. God is in, anything that God is in should be increasing. Yeah. If there's no increase, God's missing. Ooh. Yeah. Somebody else might be there. Amen. But if there's no increase, something, God isn't there. God's missing from this equation, whatever your, that situation might be. If we're not seeing prosperity and abundance, something's missing. All right? Increase is the nature of prayer. John 16, 24. John 16, 24 says, Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. That doesn't sound real religious to me. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good deal. What's he concerned about here? Your joy. Ask and receive that your joy. That's increase. How many want an increase of joy? You can raise your hands now. Okay. Increase of joy. Praise God. Prayer is meant to bring joy to you. Ask and you will receive. Other places, whatever you desire. Prayer is about increase. It's not about religious duty. 
It's about walking and talking with God who has surely promised to bless you. I, I tell you, I, I, I don't know if I'm imparting this the way it's in me, but it's, I'm done with religion. I've been done with religion a long time, but I just still found some tentacles. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with it. I want to walk and talk with God the, the way Adam and Eve were meant to walk and talk with God and enjoy the abundance of the garden. And they were meant to bring the garden across the face of the earth. It was all about increase. Everything's about in everything has seed. Everything is supposed to grow. Yes. And God in you begins as the incorruptible seed. It's supposed to grow. That's right. It's supposed to be in your life should be different than it was before you knew the Lord. Amen. Psalm seventy two sixteen. Psalm seventy two sixteen says, You crown the year with your goodness, and your paths drip with abundance. Now, I've taken time to try to see that. Now, I'm going to see it differently than you do. But when you're walking with God, his paths, his way, I did a Bible study on paths because they're all through the Old Testament. We call them streets, boulevards, freeways. But his paths, the paths that lead to God, drip with abundance. Oh, and so I think, okay, is my life dripping with abundance? There's been some sprinkles. <laughs> There's been more than sprinkles. But dripping with abundance? I'm trying to paint a picture for you of a God that is way bigger, way better, way gooder, as Greg Moore would say, than you think, that has dedicated himself to blessing you. If he gave you his son, wouldn't he with him freely give you all things? And so most of us would say, well, where is it? It's the power that works in you exceedingly abundantly more than you ask or think according to the vision, according to the words, according to the attitude, according to how you approach this. And if you cross your arms and say, hmm, that's the problem. That's the problem. But when you say, you know what? I'm stepping out of religion. I'm stepping into relationship with God. I'm going for it. Praise God. God is good, and I'm going to start praising him. I don't care if I only have five loaves and two fish. That seemed to work out pretty good for Jesus. He gave thanks and blessed it. You can do the same. Amen. I only have $10 in the bank. Well, there you go. Praise God. That's 10 more than a lot of people. Thank God and praise God and get going. And, and let the multiplication begin. Amen. What are we waiting for? Wow. Amen. So good. Can I keep going? I got a little bit more. Okay. Well, now I'm going to get into your business here, but that's okay. <laughs> if I haven't already. Uh, the nature of giving is increase and abundance. 2 Corinthians 9.8. 2 Corinthians 9.8 says, And God is able to make all grace, all grace, abound towards you, that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, have we heard the word all yet, yes. may have an abundance for every good work. This is why giving is so important, because giving is the heart of God. For God so loved the world, he gave, and he gave you freely, Jesus, and he wants to freely give you all things, but there's a channel through which that happens. When you have his heart, you become a giver. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing more fun to me than giving. Yes. And I, I, I just, I, I mentioned yesterday, I just bought my wife a new car. We are so excited. I am so excited. Uh, and she, we can hardly wait, because... It's on, still on the truck. That's how you do it nowadays. You don't even see it in the showroom. It's, you just take it by faith. But anyway. <laughs> Are you sure this is a nice car? Oh, yes. But anyway, I am so excited about that. 
that I, I, I just want to bless my wife because she is such a blessing to me. I want to bless my kids. I, we missed the Christmas of COVID and cancer that year, the double C's. Uh, we didn't get to do anything. I was quarantined. I couldn't do anything. So the next Christmas, we did a big one. This one, bigger. I've, I've already seen it. See, I'm seeing things according to the vision that works in me, the power that works in me. I'm not worried. What about the economy, Barry? What about? I don't care. Because if I start basing my life on that, I won't have a life. And I've been on this planet quite a few years now, and I've realized that everything they think is coming to pass hasn't happened. So I think I'll just start living. Amen. Giving will bring increase to your life. But it's giving from a joyful heart. It's giving from, I want to be a blessing. It's not saying, I'll never see that again. Uh, I had a guy in my church in Chile once that did that. <laughs> he, he, we were passing around the offering, and he had a 100 peso coin, which was like 25 cents at the time. And he was literally sweating. He broke into a sweat. His arm was trembling. As the thing went by, he dropped it in. And I know what he thought. There that goes. That's the last I'll see of that. Don't give like that. Don't give like that. If you can't give with joy, don't give. But... Be a blessing to people. Live to give. Live to, live to be a blessing. This is where increase comes from. God is able to make all grace abound. Amen. All right. Praise God. What else do I want to share with you? Don't expect to only receive what you've earned. In this world, we, we've been taught to only expect what we've, from what we have earned. There is compensation, yes. <coughs> if you have a job, you get compensated. <coughs> but don't let compensation be the ceiling. There's compensation and there's multiplication. Yeah. And any, I don't care where you are in the, the level of financial prosperity. Your compensation can be turned into multiplication Ooh, if you amen. have the right attitude. Come on. Right. And if right. you have the praise of God in your mouth and if you see these things that I'm talking about, you don't have to live on the level of compensation. I get compensated at Karis Bible College. They take good care of me. I'm not complaining about anything. But multiplication is going on in my life all the time apart from that. It can in your life too. Are you seeing multiplication? God wants you to prosper. He sent his word. It's, it's got prosperity in it. His heart is a heart of a cheerful giver. Everything about God, the life of God, should be bringing forth more. Surely I will bless you. Surely I will multiply you. That's the heart of God. Oh, I, 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 my heart is that you get a vision for this. Mm-hmm. That if, if you've needed one, then I hope today you get one. Yeah. Increase. I'm starting to come in for a landing, okay? <laughs> Increase is God's response to the curse and to the thief. John 10.10. 10. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come, we could say, in response to this, in response to what Adam and Eve unleashed, and in response to the the devil, the God of this world, and the fact that he's trying to steal, kill, and destroy everything. Before I finish, I'm talking two things at once here. That's okay. Who was the wealth of creation put into the earth for? The sinner or the children of God? And why do the children of God get upset when they see people prospering with their prosperity? If you're going to get upset, get upset that it should be yours. 
But don't get upset when you see people prospering. It's just that it's in the wrong hands. But the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the right. Amen. Amen. So there should be some transfer coming on, but it won't be like this. It's going to have to be like this. If you want to see the multiplication and the transfer, get into the flow of God's heart. There's a gold map in Genesis 3. It says there's gold there. Why would God say that in his word? He wants his children to have it. The wealth of this earth, all of the things, the inventions and all the wealth, is, yes. as good or bad as some of them are, could have come from us. Yes, yes. We have the mind of Christ. We have yes. the wisdom of God. We should be the creators. Yes. But ch- religion has taught us to just, no, just take your place. Just be humble, meaning be poor, be ignorant, just hang on. One day, maybe, you'll get to heaven. That is not the gospel. Amen. What I'm sharing with you today is the gospel. Wow. That God is a God of increase. And if you have Jesus living in you, you are equipped for praise. You're equipped for cheerful giving. You're equipped for love. You're equipped for everything that I've mentioned here. It's all there. Are you going to use it? John 10.10, the thief doesn't come except for to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come in response to that, that they might have life just enough to get by. But they might have life have it more abundantly, exceedingly, more than we can ask or think, pressed down, shaken together, running over, that's God. And anything that says, well, I don't agree with that, well then, get saved and agree with it. Amen? How many verses do I have to read? That God is a good God and wants you to be blessed. Amen. So let me just quickly run through some keys to increase. First, you must see it. You've got to see it. Can you see it? Can you see yourself doing ten times better than you are right now? In every sense of the word, spirit, soul, and body. Now I can't see ten times. Can you see one time better? Can you see twice as good? What can you see? The most important part of my day is seeing my future. I take time to see. I'll even, if I'm not driving, I'll close my eyes. Okay, I, I drive by sight, not by faith. <laughs> but if I'm in my office or my home or wherever I might be, I'll just close my eyes and I'll read a, one of these promises or some other promise and I'll just see it. And I'll see how it applies to me. And I'll see how it applies to my wife and my kids and my grandkids. And I'll just see the blessing of God. I'll see it. I take time to see it. And when I take time to see it, I start to say it. Thank you, Lord. Oh. Praise God, I I see this and I declare it and I call it forth in the name of Jesus. God calls things that are not as though they are. Why can't we? Amen. Whoever speaks to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea. Shall not doubt in his heart. He shall have whatever he says. Why not us? Jesus didn't say, don't try this at home. No, try this at home. Amen. So for keys to increase, first you must see 